This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Mary joins us up next. She is in Fort Worth, Texas. Mary, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. How can John and I help? Well, I have a question, and I hope it's a simple answer. Uh, So I have uh, two boys. One is already in his second year in college um, away from home, and my second one is going to be graduating in May. He has decided to um, attend community college to um, avoid debt. I love that. Um, With that said, um, I totally support him with that. With that said, his... um, I'm recently remarried for about a year, um, so my new husband feels that I sort of baby him, and he feels that once he graduates in May, that I should be starting to charge him rent. I'm not totally in agreement with that, but I don't know if that's just the mom in me saying that, or um, does he have, um, I guess, a good uh, a good side of it that I'm not seeing. Um, I think we're conflating two separate conversations here. Okay. Okay. So one is the skin in the game, the kids going to college, the, hey, you're an adult now and making adult decisions. Let's have adult conversations that are going to be different than we had when you're in high school. The other is your husband, your new husband saying, hey, I think you um, have a, are babying this young man. And so those, it looks like they're the same conversation. They're not. One of these is a, um, I want our household to look a little bit different and I want these boys to begin to grow up. And then the other is a business conversation. Do you get the difference there? So anytime yeah. somebody tells me that the their their romantic partner gives them this kind of feedback, my first question is always, are they right? Mm. Do do you has your son, let me put it this way, how long how long were you um were you divorced previously? Did your husband pass away? Yes. Okay. No, I was divorced for about nine years. Okay. Can I ask you a really hard question? Sure. Did um, one or both of those boys help fill that gap, that space? Um, as far as not having like a partner during that time? That's right. Um, I, I really would like to say no. Okay. I, I like to say that I treated them, both of the boys, very equally. Love it. Um, my older one is a little bit more like, I want to go do my thing, make my own decisions, and I supported him to do that. Um, I, I did, you know, give him the suggestion of, as far as the school debt, sure. but um, at the end of the day, I, I did like him, uh, let him make his own decision. So sometimes what I've seen over the years is w- when somebody, when there's a home with divorce, let's say, and I'm, I'm just picking that mm-hmm. out, of the, out of the blue because you and I are talking. Um, or I'm using that example because you and I are talking. There's some sort of parental guilt that they will try to um, extricate from the relationship by overhelping with one of the children, okay, or both of the children. I'm going to give you what you need. Sure, you can do this. Sure, I'll be there for you. Sure, I'm not going to miss any games. I'm going to I'm going to try to backfill this hurt with all this other stuff. And I'm wondering, is that what your new husband is calling out? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Sometimes he'll make comments as far as like the chores he does or as far as me asking my son to um, contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, I, um, I, my son works, um, so I, I do provide him um, an allowance till he graduates. Okay. Um, but as far as him asking me for expensive things, he doesn't really ask me for anything. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I'm missing something. I don't know if it has to do with the route he had uh, as far as his childhood, or am I just really babying my son? Well, so I think, I think there's two different conversations. So I think you, you 
tell your husband, hey, you said that I'm babying him and this is going to be a boundary conversation for your new marriage. Tell me more. What are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Because over the last decade, I've been by myself on my own. I've been doing my best to try to love these two boys. And I'd love your feedback because you're a grown man. I'd love your feedback. Now we're entering into a tell me more conversation that's not going to be, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Right? So that's number one. Number two, <laughs> um, in fact, before we before this call even came in, George and I just happened to be talking about this earlier today um, off air. I think there's several ways to approach the rent conversation, the you know, should you pay into it? Uh, my friend Mike, his dad had a great thing that a suggestion that I loved. He just sat down when Mike graduated college and said, "Hey, you get six months rent free. You you can cash it in over the course of your adult life." And he was like, "All right, cool." And so he lived the first month after he graduated. And his dad came in and goes, five left." And he's like, <laughs> "Oh, oh, you mean like?" And he's like, "Yep, I mean for so." Here's here's the important thing. It's setting boundaries. It's setting very, very clear. Here's my expectations. You can live rent-free for one year, and then we're going to charge you $500 a month. you got to get a job. Or we're going to charge you rent out of the gate. I think all, however you all do that, the important thing is that you have very clear boundaries with time deadlines on them, with responsibilities, with if you're going to live in this house, you still have to come home at midnight. Whatever you all want to do, it's the messiness and the all-over-the-placeness that just wrecks relationships. George, what do you think? Yeah, I just think having those ground rules in place is going to be key. Whether or not you charge them rent or not, I still want ground rules, and I want to know what the exit strategy looks like. Is this 10 years or is it six months? It can't be extended high school. Exactly. So I think as long as he's working, he's working a job. I don't think there's nothing wrong if you want to charge him a little bit of rent, you know, give him a taste of what adult life is going to be because he's going to have a payment like that to factor into his budget. And so maybe you say, hey, what are your financial goals? Great. Here's the agreement. You're going to live here, but you're going to build the emergency fund. You're going to start investing. You're going to save up that down payment, whatever that looks like. Let's have a goal for why we're doing this. And here's what else I love. I would love your new husband to be a part of this because this is half his house too. And so I want him to be a part of setting the ground rules for the home that your son is going to choose to live in after he graduates high school. So he's going to talk to both of you. This isn't going to be the side deal between son and mom that you're going to try to go pitch to your new husband. Everybody's going to be in the room so that your new husband can say, my expectation is fine. I'm going to give you a year rent free here. You will do the yard. You will help with the light bill. You Whatever those are going to be. Uh, and again, that's a separate, it's almost a business transaction, if you would. Of course, it's your son and all that. But this is a, how, how would we approach this from a business angle? The other conversation is, hey, this is a broader picture you see of me and how I interact with my loved ones that's going to impact your marriage. That's a different conversation that I really want you all to have. But thank you so, so much for that call. Yeah. How does that sit thank with you, Mary? Um, it is a, a, another way to look at it, to be honest. Um, I really didn't think about, um, having a meeting with all, all three of us and really seeing, um, and I like the part that you shared where, um, you know, it's part of being an adult. So that is a good way to definitely look at it. Thank you for the feedback. You got it. Thank you so much for loving your son, man. That's fantastic. Good Congrats stuff, on man. your new marriage. Yeah. This is a big one, John. Parents are dealing with this and especially millennials are the sandwich generation who's dealing with the kids are still at home, but I'm also trying to take care of maybe my elderly parents and when you add debt to all of that, it creates a mess. And so the best thing you can do is have that the financial discipline in place. And it sounds like he went to community college to avoid debt, mm-hmm. which I love. Now, if he was strapped with debt and he was like, Mom, I'm broke and I got to live here, it's a different situation. Right. Well, and sometimes kids do the math and and they're great at it, right? They'll sit down. He probably sat down with a spreadsheet and said, I can go to this community college. I can get these classes, do this much. It's going to cost me this great. 
but they don't factor in the cost of being alive, right? Being alive is expensive the, these days. The cost of being alive sounds like a great book title. It, it's, it's expensive, right? Yeah. And so the cost of being alive right now is rent and insurance and cell phone and all these other things. And so all of every family does it differently. A friend of ours, their their oldest daughter just got married and was like, hey, I'm going to buy a new car. And he's like, good, this is a good time for you to call the insurance company, right? And by the way, what you do with that cell phone now that you're going to be married? Some people wait till then. Some people, at, as they're graduating high school, sit down and say, all right, here's what's going to look like the next five years. You're going to go yeah. to college. We're covering tuition. You're going to pay. But it's all about that hard conversation. Yeah. And you got to have it. Otherwise, it ends in messy. You don't love me. You never. And you're like, I gave you everything. It's just stop all that yeah. have the hard conversation and the worst thing you can do as a parent is you let them go into adulthood because you were you know trying to take care of them and yeah. cover every single bill and they go wait i got how much is insurance what is get oh my goodness i had right. no idea how much life costs and yeah. so the sooner our kids can learn that the better and that's why i'm excited about a personal finance curriculum that's yeah. in high schools because kids are going oh i learned this stuff now before it's too late right, right. or before i got thrown into the deep end of the pool right yeah Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.